Podcast. Aaron, you could probably just hit record now just in case. Uh, well, let me shut the door. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think that's how it should start. We hit. I tell you to hit record and then she runs away. Yeah, we're just going to start it like that. <laughs> I don't know why I got my tarot cards out. Do you want to pull a card for us and uh, set the tone before we start red pilling the shit out of people? Oh. Uh, so we have to start over. We got we to start over. Are you ready now, Lauren? It's just, I don't know if we swear on your show. It's, yeah, good for it. Uh, call that motherfucker up and say, <laughs> oh, I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly because you said something very mean. I feel like I can hear like the MI6 agents like, let's fucking kill her. And it's like, no, Harry, not this time around. <laughs> and she's like, well, I think that every woman should have a great vibrator. I was like, what the? Could it be possible that humans are already artificial intelligence? Like there's an evolution of me in my videos. And now I'm just like, wow, let's get rid of money. <laughs> and people are like, whoa. <laughs> so homeless people look pretty damn happy to me sometimes, wouldn't you say? I was like, no, I, think you guys, I was like, I think you guys got enough money from you. Like, I'm never gonna pay you. I just decided I'm I'm not gonna do it. Like, I'm just not gonna give you any money. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, wait, you're gonna ruin your credit? I'm like, yeah. Yep. Welcome to Journey to Truth Podcast. My name's Tyler Koala with Aaron Kuhn. And tonight we have on Lauren Pritchard from New Earth Consulting. How's it going, Lauren? Good. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing good. Uh, uh, good. We're, gl- good. we're glad. How to- are you? <laughs> <laughs> good. Glad to have you on tonight. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah, uh, we've been looking forward to it. Absolutely. You've definitely been one of the people on the list we've been trying to get to. So. Yay, my homies! Yay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I guess you want to just give a brief description of yourself and what you do for the listeners who might not know who you are? Sure, yeah. Um, I do ascension coaching. I do psychic readings, intuitive guidance, and um, I do live videos pretty much every day about what's going on with the shift in consciousness. And I had an ambush spiritual awakening two years ago, two and a half years ago, where I was totally like sleepy sheeple in the 3D matrix, fit in very well. And then I got slapped awake and all of a sudden was, I was seeing things, I was hearing things. Um, And then I found out about this thing at the time that I found out about the world ascension. And I was like, starting to wonder if that had something to do with it. And a ton of research led me to this point. I became a Milab researcher. I quit my job in, I was a hairstylist for 10 years, quit my job in October to do my research and guidance full time. So I became a military abductee researcher and it's just got a ton of rich info, you know, Max Spears, Corey Good, Emory Smith is not a Milab, but um, still has some really great info, James Rank, um, tons of amazing speakers, James Caswell, and anyways, so now I am fully guided to do this stuff full time, and um, help break down the monetary system. Also, regulation in biotech with AI. So I'm a big potato. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's incredible, though. I think it's uh, 
so how did you make the leap from just deciding to quit your job and do this full time and uh, and still know that you would be supported financially? Um, because um, a, lot, a lot of people I know myself, Aaron, you know, we still work full time jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It's really hard to make that leap. And the fact that you did it and are doing this full time, that's amazing. And I think people might want to hear that process because yeah. there might be some tips or tricks or something that, you know, could help them along. Well, I would say just continue to always follow your heart because it's always leading you where you need to be. And uh, the funniest thing is I didn't know that I was going to be quitting my job. I did not know that I was going to be doing this to the extent that I'm doing it. Um, I thought that it was something that we were all just going to start doing. And it was going to be like an everyday, everybody thing, meaning we were all going to start doing what I'm doing. But then I realized how specific this thing is when I found out that artificial intelligence is actually an extraterrestrial sentience that is like possessing our planet not like it's possessing our planet and possessing people in it and it wants to be us but anyways and I oh I was quitting and following my heart I was looking at homes I was looking into purchasing a home, not that I was prepared to do it anytime soon, but I knew the process was going to be a really, a really long process. So I had saved up a chunk of change because I was following my heart and wanting to look into buying a home. So when I found out AI was sentient and I was at work one day, I was being attacked by this uh, electrical sentience, real nasty, nasty bugger. And I was so tired at work. Somebody was complaining and I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to do this anymore. It was like in that moment, um, it was actually a very lovely customer, but you know, they were like, why won't you do this service for me? And I was like, that's a horrible service. Nobody likes it. It ruins your hair. And, and then I was like, you know why the reason I'm not going to do that service is because I'm actually not going to be doing hair anymore. It was like in that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't be, cons- I, you know, I just, um, it was too important. Uncovering was far too important. And I don't think the world needs another hairstylist. Well, you know, I, I think I've always been a healer. I think I have impacted my clients just as they have impacted me tremendously. And I had that chunk of change from from my previous endeavor, which was me following my heart. It's like you're always being set up for the best possible thing when you just follow your heart. Yeah, that's... Uh... That helps. That helps a lot having that chunk of change set aside. But but I also, um, I was still, I was, you know, it was like a little bit, but it, it was kind of also like I did have like bills. I was working on paying down things too, so it was kind of like I had it, but like I didn't really have it because I was really trying to get my bills down to nothing, and um, I got really generous donations from people who helped me out in the beginning that I'm, I will forever be grateful for because it gave me the faith to continue to do what I was doing. Um, and that just meant so much because it was, you know, financially as floated, but spiritually it gave me faith to keep doing what I was doing and that it was the right thing. Yeah, it's amazing the people that come through with donations on 
on all these platforms now. Uh, I yeah. see, I see you can sometimes when you're watching the live videos, you can see what's donated. Um, that doesn't happen typically in the mainstream world when people are putting out uh, right. information. You know, it's not, you don't just donate to these corporations or, or any, any of these companies. So that says a lot right there for like, yeah. if people understand this is, they're, they're being guided. To, like there's some of these, like you said, are generous donations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, if they can, they can justify giving you that money because they know exactly what you're doing is, is for essentially the future of this planet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one of the things, so I liked what you said in one of your videos, you said, who am I to be putting out this information? Because I always think that too. And I start preaching. (laughs) I'm like, really like who am I like how why would this person listen to me um and I don't actually remember what your reasoning was uh but you want to go into that again I think you went into like you were basically being guided you're you're being told yeah and I just think it's interesting because it's hard to really justify when you're trying to preach to somebody and get them to listen to you yeah you made a really valid point I thought that was interesting yeah. Um, so I think that is, is kind of like twofold. Um, the funny thing is, as we kind of wake up and we start to recall, I guess we start to wake up and we start to feel like our warrior archetype and we feel really good and we come into new truthful information. And sometimes that can inflate people's egos. And sometimes we are that we're like, damn, and that can inflate people's egos. And what you do with the information is, are you going to go around and be like, well, I was this person and that's why you should, you know, listen to me. No, you're going to show people who you are, not tell them who you are. Um, And not in, you know, I don't know how important it is or how important it will become, but yeah, we have been, We've done this role many times in the past, in other lifetimes, other timelines. So the whole like, well, who am I to tell you? A lot of us have the soul remembrance. You pick up skills from all of your lifetimes. What you, where you live is not an accident. What you do is not an accident. Your friends and family and people that impact your life is not an accident. Gather skills and things. You just have the, the wisdom. You have the skills to do and, and, or you have the heart because the heart energy is what's really lacking here is we is we're just we can't bridge these worlds because our heart has completely been just destroyed by the um you know the evil empire <laughs> that evil empire yeah well that's been the agenda for thousands of years now uh, you know taking the um taking the love out of the equation people don't really understand what true love is even you you know you might love your children but the true i mean true love for the world for everyone like we don't understand that no matter how much you know i'm sure everybody exists on a different level but really as a collective it's not really caught on yet Mm -hmm. so that's that's definitely one of the that's definitely important, I think. Yeah, and even in the awakened community, we still ask ourselves, damn, how do I bring that back? And the answer is different for everybody depending on 
what their experience has been. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of things have destroyed the heart of the human. You know, they, in 15, 1600s, they would torture the head of the household, the, which was the man, in front of the kids and in, in, in the mom and kill him because they knew that they could traumatize, if they traumatized the female and ruin the heart of the, the matriarch, then that would last many generations because it would jack up the kids who would jack up their relationships, jack up those kids and on and on and on. Um, so they start there, you know, chemically jacking us up with metal distorting, misfiring our neurological functions because we are electrical beings. We have TV and music that subconsciously is, even if you're like, oh, I don't like those lyrics. You still listen to them, you still rock out to them, and people around you are rocking out to them and taking them as some sort of reality and we're really affected by each other so that is it's huge it's it, i think the hundredth monthly hundredth monkey effect um which if you guys are familiar the hundredth monkey i know you guys probably are oh yeah yeah but go ahead and explain it anyway yeah so it's when there's a study of chimpanzees when about a hundred of them started doing something, then the rest of it, the rest of them started doing it in short. I don't know if they were chimpanzees, they could have been capuchin monkeys, orangutans, gorillas. I'm not sure exactly what kind of monkey, but um, so yeah, it's the hundredth person to really come fully into their heart space, they're gonna start to interact with the aura, the toroidal field of other people, and it's just gonna spiral out into the golden age of Gaia. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Aaron, you look like you wanted to say something about that. Oh, I was just saying. Monkey effect. <clears throat> it was, uh, it was something with like potatoes or something. Um, some of the monkeys started figuring out how to clean off the sand off the potatoes. Mm. Then, like once, like one monkey started doing it and then like, and then soon a bunch of them started doing it. And then on like a whole different island, uh, they started doing it at the same time. Whoa. Which there's no logical explanation for why that would be happening. Other yeah. than that, it, they affected the morphogen morphogenetic field, um, which is the like collective consciousness. And uh, so once so once those monkeys learned that uh, to a certain point or a certain number of them learned that they affected the field enough to to where the other monkeys instantly had the idea to do it. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and that and uh you see that with uh with people like with history um yeah. with a lot of inventions you'll have like five or six people all around yes. the world invent the same thing at the same time and like different completely different parts of the world. Um and there's no logical explanation for why that should be happening. That's another so another interesting thing I saw is um I was watching a, an experiment where they had fish you know how a school of fish they all swim in unison uh the same with birds they fly together well there's a fish tank and they put a uh they were all swimming in unison in their school they put a wall divided the fish tank in half that you could not see through and both groups of fish were still swimming exactly the same way yeah. so it was there's some type of telepathic connection there's some type of connection there yeah you know, just like the hive mind yeah, list life in general, yeah. Randy well, Kramer. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying that's, you know, it's just proof that we're all connected and we're all, we all affect one another 
energetically all the time. Yeah, it's the hive mind. Mm -hmm. It's Randy Kramer, who is the public relations officer for the uh, secret operatives of the Marine Corps space missions. They use a hive mind technology between them to carry out what they're doing. And they say that the species that's there uses the same hive mind to carry out their, their missions on Mars. And just a, like a fun example of the hive mind collective consciousness. What the hive mind is the people around you and the collective consciousness is like when you hear a song and you go and listen to like, I love listening to greatest hits of all time because they have such good collective consciousness around it. You know, every time you hear September by Earth, Wind and Fire, you can't help but feel good because everyone <laughs> who's heard that song ever feels so good when they hear it. And the same way you can really keep yourself down if you're listening to some sad music. You're also collecting, you're tapping into the collective consciousness of all the people who got down to that sad music. And you guys are all just kind of like holding yourselves down together, just listening to sad music. Yeah. Why do, why do you think modern mainstream music is so terrible? Terror, it's weaponized, it's completely weaponized. Exactly, exactly. Like, like you said earlier, uh, even though you might not like the lyrics, you still find yourself singing them. Like how many times have you like, God, I hate that song. And then you find yourself singing it. Like it, mm -hmm. it, it plants itself in your head somehow. Ariana Grande, the, the breakup with your girlfriend because I'm bored. I'm like, get the out of here. Like, get the heck <laughs> out of here. I hate that song so much, but it's it's everywhere. And I notice that people really like it. And I'm like, ugh, stop. But then I hear it in my head because it's the jingle. Yeah, exactly. For the God is a woman. This is destroying men. Even the video, just destroying the masculine consciousness. Well, that's part of the whole cabal agenda is to, right. is to get rid of the alpha male. Because yeah, they want to, um, they attack the divine masculine and the divine feminine. So what they do is they, they're constantly trying to emasculate men and mascu masculate women. Yeah. So it, they try to reverse everything, basically. And, 100. Um, yeah, they're, they... So like you have the natural, that's like the natural order of things. And they, they're constantly trying to disrupt that and to reverse that. Um, basically just completely take our power away. They just attack us in every, every way they, they possibly can. And um, that's, that's a big one. And, and like you said earlier, uh, they attack relationships and like mm -hmm. family dynamic. And we talked about with uh, when Justin Deschamps was on, we talked yeah. about that and he was saying, that they really, really attack the the family, yeah, and the and like the relationship dynamic in the family to where you're always fighting and you're not. There's like they they want the love to be like gone basically from from relationships mm -hmm. and the family and everything. Um, mm -hmm. And they want well, everyone to be like, oh, I'm independent and on my own completely, and like I don't care about anyone basically. Um, when yeah. really we're we're all supposed to be it doesn't mean you can't be independent or um, cause we are, we're sovereign autonomous beings, but it means yeah. we're all connected to one another and we all need to, to live in harmony with one another. And, and, um, and 
yeah live in that love space basically like live from the heart and they're constantly and max spears actually talked about this a lot yeah constantly attacking the heart Mm -hmm. i just watched it's so weird because i was i was researching Mila for months and then i moved into a new phase of this journey and i never watched matt Matt, everyone has seen Max Spears. It was so odd. Like, there's a reason why I waited until now because um, it was just some information that you know probably was more beneficial. I heard now rather than before. Yeah, yeah. Because it could have been a little distracting, but now, yeah, that whole going after the heart. I'm like, boom, mic drop. There's going after the heart, destroying the masculine and the feminine and the connection. Um, I found that I. I don't think we're supposed to spend that much time apart from each other. That's the weird thing about the home. We spend so little time in it together as a family unit. I actually yeah. just made a webinar, uh, repairing the family unit. Anyone wants to go and check it out. It's available for donation. And that actually happened yesterday. It was so funny because I woke up and I was going to go and drive for a lift and make some money, but I was in the shower and they're like, no, you're going to do a webinar on repairing the family unit. I was like, okay, it's not my typical category, but all right, game on. And I came out and then just like, do, 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 like totally, you know, went off with this thing and then recorded it and it was, and, and then I talk about abortion and the abortion culture, which no judgment, you know, we're kind of figuring out now how they taught us that that was normal and how yeah. traumatizing is it? Nobody told anybody how traumatizing it was to lose a child for the mom or the dad. It was just an abortion culture. And um, that's another way of destroying the heart, destroying the family, setting, setting that up for, that, that's, that takes a while to, um, I would imagine it, it's, it's pretty hard to get over. I mean, well, miscarriages are epidemic, infertility is an epidemic. Yeah, and they're, and they're, um, they're constantly trying to separate us from our heart. And that's a, and that's a big one, like the abortion thing. Because um, yeah. outside of the, the programming, we would never think to like kill our own baby, you know? Yeah. It'd be horrific to us. And we, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. But, but we get the programming like, Oh, it's okay. Just, if you don't want it, just get rid of it. You know, like it's to you, just get, just kill it. Just get rid of it. Some girl just doesn't want to give up on her party days. So she has an abortion and one, you know, yeah, that's the kind of scenarios that we're seeing with this. You you guys, you probably don't flip through Cosmopolitan magazine, but if you take a look at one of those articles in Cosmopolitan, it's just—I don't know if we swear on your show. It's, yeah, go for it. It's, it's <laughs> fucking disgusting. It's—I mean—and it's just sad. I'm not judging anybody. It's so sad the way that this is set up. Actually, flip through a Cosmopolitan and look at any old thing. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And it disgraceful. Is. In what way? What do you? I'm. Like, enlighten me. I, well, um, the last time I took a look at a Cosmopolitan magazine, I was like, I haven't looked at one of these in a while. And it was the issue of Christina Aguilera was having a rebirth. And nothing against her clone personally, but um, <laughs> it was her <laughs> rebirth. And it was like, what is one thing that every woman should 
know or have or whatever. And she was like, well, I think that every woman should have a great vibrator. I was like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> like, what she said, but wow. the opposite, you know? I was like, this is yeah. just trash. It's complete trash. Well, and people, and people see that and they jump on that bandwagon yeah. they get, yeah. they get on well, that, there and they go out and buy a new vibrator i mean yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's that, like an ai agenda too that magazine's a perfect example of the like root chakra targeting too with the cabal is like they're they're also um they want to keep us in the lower three chakras right mm -hmm. so they're constantly money, putting sex sex, sex sex money money power power they're constantly mm -hmm. They're constantly programming us with those three things. Like, this is what you need. This is what you want. Yeah. Um, and that magazine's a, a great example. Right. And, and then there's this, this, this new age spirituality mindfulness that's, on, that's so popular now. And that's looking kind of cool and nice. And everyone's coming into the third eye and the crown. But there's no heart. Mm -hmm. And so we have this distortion going on because we got the money, sex, power program because we think we're so fucking cool. And uh, I mean, some of us are cool, let's be honest. A lot of you guys are cool. Yeah. If you're watching this, you're cool. Um, but you know, as a collective, like that's kind of the ego. Like we just think we're so fucking cool. We don't even know why, because it's money, sex, power, woo. And then <laughs> we have this enlightenment going on where we're like, oh, and now we're spiritual and we're enlightened. But then this thing isn't on, and this is bridging the yeah. underworld from the heavenly realms is a distorted reality if the heart's not functioning. <clears throat> and that's a very interesting scenario playing out for some people somewhere. Yeah, because if you're not living from your heart, you're basically living from your ego. And that's, yeah. where, that's why you see a lot of these like spiritual people that are very, very much in their ego. Oh gosh, and, not heart based and, at all. Yeah, yeah, and well, like indoctrinated and academia, and you know what? Let's just not even give that any more energy. Let's just leave it open for. Well, did you see the uh, the Kim Kardashian video? She was talking about how she discovered crystals and how they have a healing ability, and she went into this whole spiel about crystals. And I was like, wow, I'm surprised to hear her talking about this. And then oh, yeah. at, the, at the end of it, what it was, was it gave me the idea to uh, put my perfume in a bottle shaped like a crystal. <laughs> and and it's, it's just a big commercial for her perfume, but it's in a crystal bottle and it's supposed to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's where you're talking about the ego being connected with this spirituality. Yeah. Uh, and then crystals are super expensive. Um, I love you all, but what is wrong with you that you're spending $200 on a goddamn crystal? <laughs> yeah. Like, go out and find one. Why are yeah. people charging that much for them? Yeah, they don't do that much. This is doing everything. Not the, Well, the crystal, I mean, I have a bunch of quartz because I find them to be healing. Um, but this is not a $200 crystal. This was probably $4 from a wholesale place. You know, I'm... I am lucky we do have a great place in Austin where you can go and buy it's like landscaping and stuff you can buy very very cheap crystals because it's function over fashion so you're not getting nice looking crystals you're getting really cheap crystals um that's awesome but, but this yeah. one this one was found in a crystal mine my dad found it in uh, crystal cool. mine in Arkansas we got an entire box of these 
I mean, you don't have to go buy them if you want to go. You guys can reach out to me. I'll go down and you let me know what you want. I'll go down to Nature's Treasures. I'll get it for you and I'll send it to you because we have the resources. That's a resource-based economy right there. Yeah. Yeah. And perfume Uh, is is another atrocity if you guys want to talk about it. Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Enlighten us. Um, So what people are not that smelly. You guys have probably knocked down the amount of chemicals in your hygiene products. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not nearly as smelly as we're led on to believe. And perhaps there's something to it, you know, with different scents. I know um, people drink a lot of alcohol. There's a certain odor that you sweat out. You know, you're not, you know, it's indicating something ain't right here. you know, all kinds of things can come out, come through your sweat, but we've bombarded with all these perfumes and these nasty things to mask all these, um, I don't even know what. It's like, why, you know, I, I can understand the allure of it, but what smells bad is not you. It's the chemical in your deodorant. It's the chemicals in your lotion. It's the chemical, it's even what you're absorbing through your skin if you're in a city. And then they're like, oh, here's some perfume and, and the mask. And that's poisonous also. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, and then they, tr- well, their selling point is, you know, for a male clone, it, 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 it'll attract women or whatever. No, your natural scent is going to attract your woman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, the, like, right girl, the right one. Yeah, like the cologne, right one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's something to it. Cologne attracts every single woman, right? And that's because, you know, there's no true love. Like any woman who's just, you know, got some red bottoms and a big booty and a weave (laughs) is your woman. And so, you know, (laughs) all those women like cologne, but your woman is going to like your scent. I like Matthew McConaughey. He's a quote. He's, I remember hearing, he does a weird deodorant. He's like, a man should smell like a man. And um, yeah, me and my boyfriend, we we don't really wear perfumes, deodorants, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I do have some natural light stuff, if you know, whatever. But um, this is the deodorant I'm like, I we use. Don't... What is that? It's a uh, oh, crystal yeah. deodorant. Yeah. Um, really? It's like I a crystal have... stone. Yeah, it's. Um, you can get it. Wait, at, like, it's, it's an actual or... crystal. I mean, well, it's not. A, it's uh. Let me read it. It's made from crystallized natural mineral salts. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a mineral salt deodorant. And that's fine. It works great. It works great and it's completely natural. There's no chemicals. In the antiperspirants, antiperspirant, what is wrong with us? Why are we clogging up our uh, armpits? We're supposed to sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Very true. Yeah. I noticed when I switched, my armpits were no longer dry anymore. Right. Uh, you know, you take out the aluminum and all the other stuff as well, which is just giving you Alzheimer's, you know. Yes. Essentially. <laughs> bringing it, honing it back into, you know, me and my mission with AI. That's another way we are absorbing metal from the environment. Yeah, correct. Yeah um in you know the chemtrails yeah um, in the chemtrails i don't know if we've talked about this before but there's a study done up in mount shasta all the 
the high amounts of aluminum found in the in the mountain peaks in there's the like an insane amount of aluminum well, it should not be up there at all no aluminum so no reason there's zero reason that should be the case other if than it's not coming from the sky where is it coming from yeah that's fantastic intel yeah. yeah when i had my awakening i started seeing visions they started showing me people being poisoned with metal like looking down at their arms and like grabbing them like oh no what is happening to me and then up in the sky it was like chemtrails everywhere and i didn't know what it meant but i i figured out how chemtrails are uh no bueno and i started becoming very vocal about it very fast because i had no doubts about it and it was something that was still very taboo two years ago. And bitches were so mean. Man, they were so mean yeah. about it. But I was like, I don't really care because yeah. I'm clearly being shown this thing over and over and over again. And so. Yeah, I got, I got called a crazy conspiracy theorist by friends. It's like, oh, oh okay. This we is all have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you don't, you're not doing something right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, just, I keep seeing this little saying. It's like, if. If your family doesn't think you're like fucking nuts, are you even like woke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly the case for me. So I don't know if um, Matthew Mornian, I don't know if he made this or found it, but this is my cell phone background. It's this alien and, and it's like, oh, okay. And it's just kind of like my oh, reaction yeah. <laughs> to, to the haters. Uh, <laughs> that's it's like, funny. oh, okay. It's got like that little. So. Yeah. Yeah, whenever someone's mean to me now, I'm just like, oh, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly and then reiterate back what they said to you. And not over like keyboard because, you know, you don't really get, emo people say a lot of stuff, uh, call that motherfucker up and yeah. say, oh, I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly because you said something very mean. And then, <laughs> and then when they're like, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's all. <laughs> Well, that's a thing. I love it. And nobody would, some of these comments going around, would you ever say some of this stuff no. to a person in real life? No. Right next people, to you? people feel safe behind a computer. Right. Confront that person and see what see happens. You know? Yeah. Even those like pro vaxxers, it's like, bro, I dare you to go out and pro vax with your voice. You won't do it. Because you're yeah. immediately going to see the reaction of other people who happen to have done, who have done their research, who really invested in understanding what's going on here and have spent their time and their heart energy, you know, using their heart energy, investing in something that means something to the greater good. And they're going to help, you know, if it was more in person, we wouldn't have any pro-vax people. You know, vaccines might have been okay at one point, but they're not okay anymore because they're full of metal. Once again, they're full of metal and turning people into goddamn robots. Did you see uh, the first ever lawsuit was won? A family was awarded $1.5 million because they were able to prove that the vaccine was uh, related to their child's autism. I did. No, and, I, and I saw they, that, yeah. Yeah, this ju this just happened. They won the case, so it's the first. It is a first case that anybody has won. Wow, so that is a huge testimony. If in one point five million dollars, so if that think about the money they spent on that, and if that starts happening with more and more people, something's mm -hmm. got to change. It's it's bound to change. Yeah, because you know people involved in that whole process are waking up too, and they're like, this is not okay, you know, and so. There's white hats and black hats and all levels of 
these operations. You can't think that everyone in the CDC is bad. Like half of them are waking up, you know, 20, 30% are like, probably have already quit their jobs by now, but the wave of people behind them are starting to wake up and being like, we gotta do something about this. This is not okay. Exactly, it's, it's happening. Yeah, that's, well, how hear... alliance, that's how the Alliance formed, basically. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was just getting ready to go with. <laughs> we can either stand by and let this happen or we can do something about this. Right. <laughs> I feel like I can hear like the MI6 agents like, let's fucking kill her. And it's like, no, Harry, not this time around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's, what I think is interesting is when I try and explain ascension that's happening, like some people are just like, what they don't, they don't even know what i'm talking about they don't understand oh, yeah. ascension they don't know what the, the awakening is uh it, it's just people are that far removed mm-hmm. um and one of the things you know i like to bring i like to bring up is that like a lot of the ancient cultures talked about you know the hopis uh, you know it's just it, it's something they've known about and it's somewhere along the line it, that knowledge just dropped off and now we're just remembering it again but when you're trying to tell people about the awakening, it's it's really difficult to get somebody to comprehend who is just not aware yeah. of it. Well, that's when I go into the the solar system. I think I say it in like every video, and every time I say it, I'm like, it's because the the solar system is not stationary. It moves in a spiral throughout the universe, and we are moving into a new, higher energetic part of the universe. Aquarius is a higher energetic frequency, literally makes atomic structures of nature speed up the movement. So I just I just drop that, and I'm like, nice, makes sense, <laughs> right? Makes yeah. sense, right? Yep, guys. Exactly. Oh, and, and another one of the Hopi uh, prophecies that I read was that uh, before, I don't know how it was worded, but essentially before the Great Awakening, the sky would be crossed with cobwebs or spider webs. Spider webs. Spider webs, yeah, which is essentially chemtrails. You know, yeah. before, before the end, uh, I wish I could remember what, how it was worded, but um, there's a lot of stuff to learn just going back in history and taking it literally. Yeah. Through. Well, every single ancient culture and religion had their own uh, prophecies of, one, a solar flash, and Mm -hmm. two, a golden age. Yep. Every single one. Exactly. Has their their own version of it. Yeah. David Wilcock Wilcock does a fantastic job of taking each one of these cultures, their own, each each story they have, and corroborating all of them and putting Mm -hmm. it uh it's yeah just go on youtube and search david wilcock ascension or solar flash and find yeah find his lectures on it and they're they're fantastic invest in the info uh richard smith says and i I just heard him speak at human origins him and linda his wife produced it and he said the the truth is something you have to work for no one's going to give it you can't just like absorb it and that's what gets people frustrated like if you want to know you have to work for it you have to invest the time and the energy it takes to understand it that is a fundamental part of the awakening exactly uh somebody uh i was watching an episode of edge of wonder and one of the guys they were interviewing who uh was involved with some of the moon landings and stuff um he said proof isn't going to do it anymore like he goes you can put a brick in front of somebody (laughs) and 
tell them that here's this is a brick there's your proof but that's not going to tell you about the people who slaved to make the brick in the factory and the factory going shutting down and the people uh you know losing their jobs and blah blah, blah. you don't know the whole story behind it you here's yeah. the evidence that doesn't mean anything to you you have to really dive deep listen to the story see mm -hmm. where it takes you perceive it how you want how does it fit in with everything and then that's how you come to an understanding of what's happening you can't just yeah where's and, the evidence where's the evidence it's not gonna <laughs> well and the icing on the cake is for the stage that we're at in the game right now um karmically by law some sort of universal law um because even really evil people they have to follow your universal law and not saying that all these people are evil that I'm going to talk about, but there is occulted information that is now out. The Freemasons, the mystery schools, um, the, you know, Gaia TV is putting out of a lot of occulted information. I love Trisha McCannon's work because she has a lot of occulted information that is just, it's being presented now. These things are well documented. All these things are well documented. You know, even the incarnations of Jesus Christ is well documented. The creation story, the real one, is somewhere. And we will get the information. Karmically, we have to know these things before they carry out these ultimate atrocities. Not them, not the people giving the information. But I'm saying we have to be allowed this information. We have to be allowed the knowledge to decide what we want to do either ascend turn into a robot or just say like neither i'm not so sure i'm just going to get out of here uh you have to have all the information so this is something we have to look out this is something we have to look forward to because this is new this information uh, gaia tv has uh two new series about symbolism and ancient numerology stuff like that different kinds of trinities like time consciousness gravity it's just being presented for you so take it for us for we us so take it <laughs> it seems like every day i'm seeing new articles come forward about oh uh this is possible uh they're able to bend time and do this to to a new breakthrough study error or whatever it might be it, they're always acting like they just discovered it just happened right. yeah. it's, oh just, it's just yeah they're so busy yeah it's like the, the people at the top are just leaking out little yeah little things slowly and they're like oh look what we just discovered right and then they, and then they, they just give it to all the the whole science community and then they put out an article saying hey we just discovered this when really there's they've known this for you know Oh, yeah, one of them was they just cured they just found uh in one case they cured alzheimer's with uh light and sound you know yeah light and sound frequency uh, new breakthrough discovery you know they act like it's just right now like right? yeah get the fuck out of here it's been going on for <laughs> yeah, well, that, it's part of the yeah. it's part of the whole partial disclosure agenda they're mm -hmm. they're wanting to very 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 slowly roll out this partial disclosure um yeah my my favorite my favorite new one is they found Cleopatra Cleopatra's uh, burial. It's like get out of here. <laughs> they probably really? taken that DNA and have already cloned it. Oh yeah. Well, the, uh, any of the stuff in Egypt and these ancient sites, like you don't think like the people at the top, like they're probably there's probably like uh, habit habited 
bases underneath of there right now, you know, or bases or whatever. There's probably operations going on beneath all these ancient structures. And they're acting like, oh, we can't dig that deep because we don't have the technology to move the <laughs> sand out of the way, you know? It's like, come on, we've, I'm sure they know all, well, they do know everything that's down there. Oh, they do. But, you know, mainstream the people at the you. top, because that, that's, that's another thing. A lot of people, um, when they first become woke or get into like conspiracy stuff, I mean, this is what I did too. I just thought they all knew this. They like the Illuminati, the cabal is just one massive, like one massive entity that like they all know all this information and I, then I later realized that's not how it works. It's everything's compartmentalized, right? right? It's like a pyramid. So you got a very, very, very few people at the very top of the pyramid that actually know what's going on and, and know everything basically. And then the next level under, they know a lot, but a little bit less and then less and less until, and then, it, and then it becomes blurry of like what counts as the cabal or, you know, being in the cabal or just being used by them. Yeah. Because, because essentially all these people are not really in the cabal. They're just being used by the people at the very, very top of the pyramid, which is a very few, I mean, really at the top, they're, they're not human at all. They're the negative reptilian mm -hmm. race. Negative ETs, and, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the, the people exiting these projects or whatever you say, it starts at the top, you know, it's compartmentalized. Well, a lot of these people are blank slated on the way out. So oh, they yeah. don't remember. That's where, that's where the confusion comes. Oh. I mean, even the NASA, the astronauts were, are, are blank slated to an effect. And a couple of these guys have come forward and said it. Once you come down from space, you go into a quarantine and they run all kinds of tests. And, and most of the time you come out of there, you don't remember some of these astronauts are, are, have gone into, have looked into uh, regression, hypnotic regression, because they wanted to remember what they saw up there because they knew they did. Wow. So, uh, and this is just, this is mainstream level, mainstream yeah. astronaut. Uh, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy, the, you know, the level of, and blank slating for who anybody who's listening who doesn't know it's it's like the men in black erase your memory thing yeah yep flashy light and and yeah. give you a screen memory or no memory mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's why like cory good's one of the very few people who the the blank slating didn't fully work it worked at first but then he said he, he slowly started remembering stuff um yeah they say around age 30 for mill labs yeah yeah um so yeah even that technology is not perfect and it won't work on on everyone yeah. and that's why and that's how you get people that find out that they Do were part of this stuff and uh and they become a whistleblower or they um they start telling their experiences and that's what that's what Corey good did and there's there's many others mm -hmm. um but usually they'll try to they'll try to silence them you know uh if not kill them Right, Stay. or make them self-destruct just by um, psychic attack, or, yeah, or send in parasitic people to like mess with them. You know, parasitic consciousness people to come into their life and to um, really steer it off path. Yeah, or or voice of God technology. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll make people go crazy. I just watched an entire thing on that and. You know, you have insiders coming out saying, "Yeah, I've touched it." I've Whoa. like Corey. Corey Good said he's touched the box. He had it used on him. Yeah. So, uh, 
so that he they could they all those guys they they had to know how it worked because mm -hmm. what they were involved in at the time they were using it on other people unfortunately and they said they can screw up your life entirely they can put a voice into your head and first of all he said they start watching you they start following you every single day they watch you you're under 24-hour surveillance this is if they want to make you go crazy this is what they do mm -hmm. and then you get a voice, you start getting a voice in your head. They, they start telling you stuff. We've been watching you. We know this. They start telling you stuff that they know about you. And he said, they'll actually start going into your house while you're at work and they'll move furniture around. And then, uh, yeah. you, and you'll come home and you're like, what, what the fuck? Somebody was in my yeah. house. You call the police. They're like, well, nothing's stolen. They'll make you think you're going crazy. Going crazy and it, yeah. it starts at, it starts at that level and it just, they keep putting voices into your heads and the voices get crazier to stuff. And you, as, essentially they just put you into an asylum wow. and that, that's, that's how they work to silence some of these people. So they never have a chance to come forward because their life is, their focus is somewhere else. Wow. I've never heard that aspect in, in such detail. Oh, sorry. There's somebody out recently who was like, I know about the voice of God tech because I, I, I worked on it. He was exposing 5g. One of the guy exposing 5g, um, I just saw a video from, I guess Sasha Stone is, he created it it's on YouTube. Anyways, do you guys think you've been mind wiped? Do you have any like missing time or weird memories or anything like that? No, I've, I had, a lot of, I've had a lot of interesting dreams. Yeah. Of, like being on, <laughs> being on, yeah. Of, like being on like a super futuristic spaceship, um, being wow. on like, an alien planet. Yeah, I've had a lot of dreams like that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, that could be past life or that could be um, future, future past, past ET life, you know, because I, I do think oh, yeah. Starseed. And I'm not, I, I, I mean, if I have been human in past lives, I, I, I don't think there's very many. Um, I definitely think I came here from somewhere else for sure. I think, I think all of us did. Oh, yeah. at one point. Yeah, at absolutely. Point, yeah, yeah, for sure. In one of my in one of my past life regressions, I was in Lumeria, and I I I moved from when that sank, which our whole civilization knew about. They knew because we were way advanced back then. You know, not techno not technologically, but you didn't need the technology. Right. So we we had known these this island chain is was going to sink, which is still physically visible under the water. It's even on your maps. It's it's basically between Hawaii and Easter Island. Uh, there's a chain of islands. Well, that sank and we moved to Atlantis. And from Atlantis, when that collapsed, we went to Egypt. And so the, the Atlanteans essentially went to Egypt after uh, the collapse of Atlantis. And that's when they started taking over. And they tried to promote the one God, the one, we're all one, one God. But in the time in Egypt, they were, they were focusing on, uh, they had like, a hundred gods they had a god for everything that was yeah. out there you know the water the sun everything had a god and they came and yeah. tried to promote this uh which these are the elongated skull people that we're uh -huh. talking about. essentially that's this is all what i got from one of my past life regressions so and, really. and archaeology would support all that too because you know i go to these consciousness conferences nothing is like in real life interaction which you know that's how i met you guys so awesome yeah yeah, archaeologists totally back up everything you just said, and 
Um, I was just chatting with Mickey McGinnis of the Deep State Mapping Project, and uh, this is just a quick little chat, just via comments. It's so funny. Um, and he was saying, he was saying how, yeah, it was like an Orion thing that they were like, you're gonna go monotheistic, and that didn't really work out to the greatest benefit of humanity at the, in the times of Egypt. And I guess I, I don't know, I guess we're just pulling in information from everywhere. And I was like, I love adding, I love adding to it, adding to the, um, the whole, the, the whole snowball. Story. And yeah. it's cool because all of our puzzle pieces fit together because it's true. It's, imagine, yeah. imagine that. And that, yeah. Okay. That's one of the biggest things um, when I started waking up, how I'd find, how I'd be able to discern what was true, like the truth. Cause there, there's so much information out there, right? Like there's mm -hmm. just an insane amount of information and a lot of it's different and contradicts other information. And right. you're like, well, how do I know what's true without like, I'd have to spend so much time researching everything, which you can do, but a quicker way to discern what's most likely true is when you hear, when you hear the same information coming from many different sources that aren't like connected directly, right? yeah um and it's like well they're all drawing from one body of truth that's why you're hearing the same information coming from from all these different people and all these different sources that aren't connected exactly um because what's the the alternative to that what like they're all in on the same lie or conspiracy or they're all like being fed lies from different places that lie how would that line up so perfectly you know it doesn't make any sense like the, yeah. Thing, yeah, the, the most the logical thing the there yeah. is that it's true and they're all drawing from one truth one mm -hmm. one source of truth so and then you meet these yeah. people in real life and and you feel a resonance to yourself because you are a truthful resonance so my next question for people for when people just are having a really hard time or whatever accepting truth so why are you so off resonance with what the truth is um, but they won't even, you know, but they won't even know what you mean if you say that, but you just sort of have to look at it like they're not in that resonance yet. They haven't raised their vibration to that resonance yet. And it's unbelievable. <laughs> Why would I say it's unbelievable? Never mind. Scratch that. A lot of people are human. A lot of people are just human. In our line of work, we are interacting with a lot of non-human beyond human older than human yeah a lot of people that are here perhaps the majority of people that are here are straight up human mm -hmm. started out human always been human it's kind of mind-blowing to think about but um i call i call them earth humans yes yeah. <laughs> originals yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is so we have an ancient uh, memory we have ancient knowledge just being unlocked we're remembering it as we hear these stories but mm -hmm. they don't have that to tap into so yeah. they will never resonate i think that's what you're saying and, it, and it's not a separation thing it's a we're here to guide thing and so why people can't accept truth they're not in that resonance yet because emotionally, physically, spiritually, they haven't attuned their vibration to that resonance yet. So yeah. I have a hard time when, when people are really mean to each other, you know, especially over the comfort of a keyboard. I'm like, dude, some people are just human. They're figuring it out. Yeah. 
we, you, also, we, you also never want to like try to you can't for you can't force somebody to believe anything right? yeah no. so it's it's pointless anyway to even to even try to do that yeah um but especially if someone's being like very resistant to information yeah. you don't want to keep like bashing them and trying to like shove it down their throat you know exactly i see that a lot especially on like facebook and stuff yeah uh, yeah you don't want to do that it's just gonna it's really just going to turn them off to the information more than anything right? Um, because now they don't want, now they don't want anything to do with it because they think you're an asshole. And that's why, uh, yeah, you can't give them a reason to, and they just kind of dig in deeper to their current, their current beliefs. And, and that's all you're doing. So really uh, the best thing to do is to just plant seeds, Mm -hmm. just speak your truth Mm -hmm. in the best way you know how be loving. Don't, if someone tries to like start a fight or like, call you names or whatever just show them love yeah that's the best or do what way. i do just call that's them the and say way. i'm just wondering if you want to say that to my face yeah or do that yeah you know, don't emotionally react you know don't emotionally react yeah, yeah. Oh, okay okay you can you know you can give them some like hey this is the research i've found on this or here's some data points on this what mm-hmm. do you think and and if they still aren't being responsive and they're still calling you names and being angry or whatever like just move on you've planted the seed and just yeah. move on and then show them that like you're about you don't need their validation you know like you already you already know the stuff is true you already know what you believe right their validation doesn't mean anything to you mm-hmm. and that's actually another way that they might see that and be like maybe he's not just doing this for ego or to yeah. <laughs> to look at because obviously my validation didn't mean anything to him so right there is something there you know well if we're doing this for ego just take a look at i don't know about your lives with my life like if <laughs> yeah. you're if you're doing it for ego you're building yourself up and putting yourself on a pedestal and getting as many people to like you as you as you can uh but the exact opposite is happening in my life yeah. everyone is just falling away point. everyone is falling away yeah. and you're attracting new people and the new people the re, the, new, the new relationships are just so much more whole and real yeah. And you're, I'm connecting yeah. with new friends and new people on another, a whole other level that I never did with some old friends who are still good friends of mine. Some aren't, but you know, you just grow apart. It, it, it's like, we're just being pulled apart and, and without even trying. Yeah. Uh, you just, I can't go hang out with some of those people anymore. Yeah. Just different vibrations. Yeah. I, I quit my band because of that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Back wow. in October. I I started getting guided to uh, stray away from the political end of it, even Q and all the stuff Mm -hmm. that I support. Um, But I think think that's still a major distraction. It's still divide and conquer. Like on the surface, we we all see the big picture. Yeah. Uh, Which, and you know, and people are like, oh, you see it and we don't, like, you think you're better? No, like, it's not that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've been, I was guided to pull away from it because I was following it, like, oh, yeah, yeah, see, like, trying to prove other people wrong. I really wasn't doing it physically, but in my head, that's what I was doing. And yeah. I was like, I would post stuff and I just, all of a sudden, something told me to stop doing yeah, it. Yeah, me so. too. But because we were learning and we were growing and now we're at a different phase. Yeah. We're really moving out of a political paradigm altogether. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, why does, why do we think we know these people from a ham sandwich? We don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do not know these people. Yeah. We don't need them. Where no, we're going. It, 
it definitely still interests me. I think it's fascinating what's happening. Uh, but to try and get involved in it, you know, it just leads to arguments. That's all it does. Because if you want to spread truth on that end of it, it gets you nowhere. Yeah. You know, it, you know it, it might be good in a way because some, somebody might start waking up to it by something, but it's just not in my, my mission anymore. Yeah. 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 That's why, that's why I say just, just plant seeds and just don't feed the trolls. Don't engage in, in negativity when people are trying to pull you into their negativity and they're, they're like low vibration, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to try to pull you down to that place, you know, yeah. Cause that's where they're comfortable. And that's, and when you're, when you're higher, you know, you're, you're making them very uncomfortable basically. Yeah. Um, so either they have to raise up or they're, or they're going to try to pull you down and you can go down to them. And that's, I mean, when I was in my band, that's every time I was around those guys, I, I could like feel my vibration just lowering and like going down to that level. Oh man, that's um, very real. I experienced that too with yeah. people. Like I, you and just I finally, feel- I finally like realized that's what I was doing. And I was like, Oh my God, yeah, I need to, I need to not do this anymore. You know? Well, when you, so, when you can't be yourself around somebody anymore, then I that's not, it. Yeah. It's over. That's exactly. how you, that's how you discern who's, who's real and who's not, you know, are you being, who that who they want you to be or are you being yourself when you're around them exactly uh, because we've all been there before we've all had those friends that you know you do you might be doing something because you know they like it but in your heart you don't really want to do that anymore you're over it yeah. but okay. you're you're doing it because that's your, that's how you connect with that person you have a past you have a history so you find yourself doing it but at the end you just really need to step back and uh just start being authentic, authentic. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I'll admit um, this has been one of the hardest parts about um, recent recent part of my journey. But the the thing I have to be really honest about is I've been guided to not even talk about it, even not even over my my podcast or my YouTube or whatever. But in in my personal life with others. I've been guided to not even talk about it because it's like that negativity spreads more negativity. Um, but I'll, I mean, not saying like in the such a, like with you guys, but um, you might've noticed that too. I mean, even when somebody in the disclosure community kind of like lit a match and threw it and we were all like, what the heck just happened? Um, I noticed how that negativity was multiplying the more i talked about it it was like multiplying in negativity it was almost like black magic it was very odd yeah um, yeah well you're focusing on it yeah and it's gonna you're grow fueling yeah. the negativity yeah don't, don't give yeah. it the energy. yeah exactly don't give it your attention because then it's just gonna grow yeah totally um, acknowledge it doesn't mean don't acknowledge it that's and right. that's and this is where a lot of a lot of people in the spiritual community um are are a little off where they they think not focusing on negativity means don't acknowledge it at all and ignore it completely which is not mm-hmm. at all what that means it just means don't focus on it it means don't right. dwell on it don't, don't it. dwell yeah you, can, you just have to process it you have to but, you have but to. you need to acknowledge it that it, it's yeah. there and you need to yeah process it and mm-hmm. and your own your own shadow you need to you need to work through that and instead of what a lot of people do is they want to 
completely ignore their shadow, pretend like it doesn't exist and, and be like, oh, love and light, everything. And, and then it's just there like festering yeah. and uh, they, haven't, they haven't done the shadow work and it just messes there, them up. Yeah, there's an, there's an episode of, I used to watch uh, Seinfeld growing up. It was one of my favorite oh, shows. Oh yeah, me too. The, the Serenity <laughs> Now episode, you know, <laughs> you say Serenity Now to every time something goes wrong or bad, you just keep, you tell yourself Serenity, Serenity Now to mask all the negative emotions. <laughs> and eventually you, you suppress it so much, you explode. That's just like the general message from that episode. But it, uh, it's yeah. really exactly what you were just saying. Yeah. In a sense. That's a great example of that. Yeah. Yeah. And you suppress your, yeah, what's going on inside and your emotions. Yeah. Serenity now and sanity later. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, You got to get it out of your body, but then just stop. You have to move through it is a good way I like to look at it. Like Mm -hmm. feel your your feelings, feel your emotions. Don't, don't shove it down and ignore it. Yeah. Try to mask over it. Cause you're just going to make things way worse. Yeah. Um, and, wanna... and I think especially for what we do, we have so few people to talk to. So that's why I love what I do because I feel like I'm an outlet for people. People can tell me anything cause there's nothing you can tell me that's going to surprise me or shock me or that, you know, I, I'm not going to, I, I'm not going to judge anybody, but sometimes I'm like, man, I, I just, I feel so grateful to be, you know, in that position for, for people and, you know, my work is donation based. So it's not like I'm here, like I'm making money off of people that are just, they need someone to talk to, to get this stuff out of their body. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to get it out, get it out in the air. Just put it out there. Yeah. And do it responsibly with someone you trust. And a lot of times for what's going on now, yeah, the information is just so, it's so, it will rock your world that you can't just go and tell your friends like, Oh, I'm just really upset this weekend because I had a weird dream where I'm, I think I might be, have been in a military experiment and they're going to be like, what? And then then you like piss them off and then like they're, you know, it's, it's, or not piss them off, but then there's just, it's just, it just doesn't work out. (laughs) It's just not, not a healthy way. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of having a really weird dream, I had a friend, uh, I haven't talked to in a long time, message me on Facebook last night. please tell me you're awake. And I wasn't, I woke up and messaged back. She started sending pictures. She's like, I don't know what happened last night, but I woke up with all these markings on me. She had like symmetrical markings on each one of her ankles and bruises all over her legs. And uh, she, yeah, she was telling me that uh, her boyfriend has been experiencing like this crazy sleep paralysis and migraine headaches and she's been she they both have these sores in their noses uh so something is going on and uh, i know she had told me years ago that she thought she had been taken yeah and she she lived up with her aunt and uncle uh but this was just like a couple nights ago and i went i i don't know if she would be comfortable with me sharing the pictures but it's it's pretty awesome i mean not awesome but it's it's incredible fantastical yeah this lines up this lines up with um testimony that i've heard too big time yeah i and it it, i i I hear the testimonies but to have somebody i personally know come to me and like look at this yeah somebody you know yeah yeah it's crazy wow yeah i have heard that a lot of people they'll they'll have like mysterious like markings or bruises or 
things. Um, yeah. And like the, yeah, they'll, they'll wake up with it out of nowhere. And they're like, what, what happened? <laughs> like, what did I do in my sleep? Man, I almost want, I, I got one of the pictures. <laughs> see if uh, I could. And then you have, you know, you have like the implants and stuff too that just yeah. show up in people out of nowhere. And, and then the doctors don't know what it is. I don't even know if this will even come across on here. Okay. Oh my God. That's on each ankle. Yeah. No, no, sir. Jeez. So she just woke up with that. Yeah. Woke up with that. And uh, her legs, her lower, her calves were all bruised up and they had sores inside her and her boyfriend both had these weird sores in their noses. They couldn't. It's the shape of a triangle. Ask her. What's that? Um, James Rink testimony. He said that he would get sores in his nose in the shape of a triangle, and he has images of them. Oh, I. How would you? How would you tell? That well, he 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 had it. We could like lift up and get a camera. Uh, okay. See in the light that they were in like a perfect triangle. Really? Yeah, I'll have to. I'll, I'll have to ask her that. Yeah. That definitely though looks like a very, like that. <laughs> Like the image is shocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the story, like the the information is shocking, but the image like seals it. Yeah. yeah. When she sent me that, I was like, that's wow. Crazy. Like, yeah, you've been visited. I mean, that's that's yeah. what happened. Now, whether it was just a benevolent abduction or you hear about these re-abductions, you're abducted by your star family or whatever to do mm-hmm. work on you, put an implant in, and then the military will come and re-abduct you and take that implant out. Wow, I haven't heard yeah. that yet. Well, that, and that's why a lot of people that's memory, that comes from Emory Smith, actually. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. And and they'll put a screen memory when they reabduct you. And then so a lot of people that's why a lot of people when they get when they have these regressions, they're trying to remember what happened when they were abducted and they'll they'll get like these conflicting memories where they're they're remembering or well first they'll remember usually the the reabduction where they usually have like gray beings or like stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, but then like, they'll start getting this other memory coming through that's completely different. And that's the first abduction. Um, and it, it's yeah. very confusing for them because they're like, wait, which one's real? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a smear campaign for like, look at, they can't even keep their story straight. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just, yeah. And then it just makes them either look crazy or, or like they're making stuff up and they can't keep it straight. Yeah. So, Lauren, I understand you're going to be speaking at your first event coming up here in April. Am I correct? Yeah. April 19th through the 21st in Las Vegas. Nice. And what what event is that? 5D events. Oh, yeah? Uh, So, um, let's see. Brad Allison will be there. Laura Eisenhower. Um, James Rink is is going to be there with me. And um, I think Misha Johnston. Who else? Randy Kramer, Brooks Agnew, Geraldine Ozarko. It's, it's going to be amazing. There's so many good speakers there. You said 5G events? Is it a... 5D. Oh, I thought you said 5G. <laughs> I'm like, what? Ah, 5D, okay. 5D. Um, um, no, that's I... really cool. I'm proud of you. I mean... Thanks. Yeah, congrats. It seems like we've all come so far since last dimensions yeah. of disclosure it, it's almost like the everybody just exploded after that seriously big time um yeah, yeah. i think I, I think i just added you on facebook randomly last summer because you came up in like friends oh yeah or whatever um 
and then I noticed you're even at that time you were putting out a lot of videos or you're Facebook streaming a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started listening to them because they were really good. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah, but then I noticed like a lot, of, and then I like started catching on a lot, and I was like, I Yeah, have, man. You, you can watch my evolution through this whole process on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and then you. And like, there's, there's videos of me um, as a little girl. I'm like, could it be possible that? humans are already artificial intelligence like there's an evolution of me in my videos because i'm uncovering things little by little yeah 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 that's amazing and now i'm just like ah, let's get rid of money <laughs> <laughs> and people are like whoa whoa like, we were okay with all that other stuff but this shit we're not okay with and i'm like <laughs> well sorry but let me explain yeah <laughs> I'm, on, I'm completely on board with that so i've got my support <laughs> If you're not, I'm kind of like, why? What What do you need? What gap do you need me to fill in for you? Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially when you realize when you know what the like technologies that we have that are being kept from us. Like, we don't need money. No, we do not. When you have replicators and you have free energy, what do you need money for? I got in an actual argument back way before my awakening. I still understood a lot of stuff that was going on. I was totally into all of it, but I wasn't bombarded yet, you know? And I got in an argument with the girl I was seeing at the time, like, no, we don't need money. I was trying to explain it. And she was just throwing all this like mainstream, no, you gotta do this and you gotta do this. What about your retirement and this and that? But how's it, how would it even work? How's anything gonna get done? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, you're not getting it. I just don't know how to tell you. Like for some reason I already knew back then we didn't need money. Yeah. You don't need it if you just eliminate it. You don't have to charge that. Like it just if everyone just takes care of everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It basically is what it comes down to. Yeah. And we live in a community. And it's it's so illusory. I mean that's the whole Ubuntu Ubuntu concept is like when you live in a community where everyone's contributionism. Exactly. And doing their part and everyone's kind of taking care of each other. Yeah. And you don't need money because I remember being 18 years old because it's funny because even though I said I was like a sleepy sheeple in the matrix that fit in very well, there was, I always would pull out these one-liners out of nowhere, like from a very young age and stump my, my parents. And I remember the recession of 2008, they were, you know, were complaining about like the recession is so bad. And I just remember like, I'm like in the fridge and I'm like opening the door. I'm like, why does, if anyone, like, why do we care so much about the recession? If nobody has money, nobody has it. So what value does it have? If we're all poor, why does it matter? <laughs> and I'm 18 years old. Like, what the heck do I know? I just, it's just these fundamental things that sometimes kids are smarter than we are because they're oh, not yeah. like, totally... Like if no one has it, no one has it. Like oh, this is the only thing the, that gives money value. I've heard some of the like greatest wisdom come out of the mouths of, of kids and children. <laughs> where I'm just like, yes, like well, yeah. they get it's, it because they don't have all the programming yet. That they're just like, oh, th- duh, this is. Like school this. is your priority. School is your priority. No, my sanity is my priority. Yeah. At ten yeah. years old, and they're like, fuck this kid, like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even little, even children like the indigo children nowadays, uh, like my my little nephew, um, my my mom passed away in 2010, and uh, my sister finally decided to tell my nephew about one day. He asked, "Where's your mom at?" And she she explained it. However, she you know worried it to him, 
And she's and she's like, well, where is she's where is she now? She's like, well, we don't know. And he goes, I know where she's at. He's three. He and, and uh, she's like, you do? She's like, yeah, she's on another planet. And he has no comprehension of like planets or nothing like. And she was like, kind of taken back, and she immediately sent me a text and like the whole thing. What how what he said? I was like, yeah. I mean, kids know stuff. Like, yeah. They know yeah. stuff. They don't understand what the importance of what they know is yet. But yeah. I had a client 10 years old. She had a plan to fix everything for the world. And she was not very expressive or outgoing. She just kind of knew. And I asked her, I'm like, so, so what are we going to do? And she says, it's very simple. We're just going to stop everything we're doing and we're going to start over. I was <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's just so genius. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've had the thought a lot where I'm like, you you know, the easiest way to tell how screwed up our society is and our world is, is like, just imagine if there's like only, I don't know, a small, small group, like 10 people that exist on earth, right? And they live in a community, like they're not going to have money, right? They're yeah. not going to, they're not going to have all the problems that we have in modern day society. Mm -hmm. and they're probably all going to take care of each other um, and live in harmony with the planet. They're not going to start destroying the planet. You right. know, they're not going to go around and just be like, you know what? I'm just going to start fucking cutting down trees and destroying the planet <laughs> <laughs> or like polluting yeah. the ocean, you know, like that's a product of our modern society that we've like spin out of control. Mm -hmm. um, and cool. just imagine that. And then just imagine like, that beautiful little community expanding greater until the whole planet is that. Well, um, that's actually that, happening over in the Amazon. I mean, there's tribes over there who are doing exactly what you just said. They're just living. Oh, absolutely. Like that's what, that's what the world should be. But at some point along the way, we started creating money and we started creating control and governments and, and uh corporations and then suddenly all this we start destroying the planet and and people are starving and dying and mm -hmm. there's, we're polluting the planet and destroying it and like all that's happening because we have all these these like false structures control structures and and money which is just another control structure um and so we're not we're it's not, the energy that perpetuates the control structure. It's it's all yeah, it's all separated us from each other and it's all separated us from the planet mm -hmm. and and given us these false um because all money is like the only reason money has value is because we give it value, right? We imagine oh, yeah. it to have value. Otherwise yeah. it's just pieces of paper and it's, it's yeah. It's not even paper anymore. It's just bank notes and numbers yeah. on a computer screen. Yeah, like go go to go to like a primitive you know tribe in the amazon and and be like here, here's a million dollars they're gonna be like what's this you if know, our power is that programming if our power grid went down how many people would have money because i don't get a paycheck i get direct deposited into my account that money exists on a computer until i physically withdraw it which you know how often do you actually do that a lot of people just live through their debit cards and stuff so if the grid goes down right there that tells you how We're, worth money is exactly it's it's just yeah. a pigment of, of our imagination that's why it's it's smart right. it's but smart the system's too. based on that so like but we don't realize like we're the ones holding that system up right 
Yes. Yeah, we're working we're for it ones. every day. Yeah, well, we're the debt, ones doing it. Well, debt is holding that system up. This this idea yeah. of debt. The idea I, of debt, like, but it, but if we all stop believing in debt and we all stop believing yeah, that money like, had value, like I'm sorry, I owe you something. Yeah. Uh no, I think you got enough. I'm good. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're good. Exactly. I literally did that. I had a credit card that I, I used to be in a wedding and I was paying it down. There was ridiculous interest rates. I didn't know about it. I only used that for that event. And then I set it off to pay it double for two years. And it barely, you know, it was like a chunk taken out. Right. But I felt like I had been taken advantage of so bad because they must have ro they rose the interest rate or whatever. I don't know. I was not paying attention. And I was just like, no, I think you got enough. I'm good. And it's so funny because, you know, the people that call you. And it was like this kid. And he's like, what? I was like, no, I, think you <laughs> I was like, I think you guys got enough money from you. Like, I'm never going to pay you. And he's like, well, have you looked into a debt consolidation program? I was like, yeah, I already did that. And I just decided I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm just not going to give you any money. Yeah. And this, this kid That's was amazing. so funny because he was like, wait, so let me get this straight. <laughs> like, you're going to ruin your credit? I'm like, yeah, yep. I'm going to because I am done. Cause I don't give a shit. I, I did something, I did something very similar to that. I was, I had somebody chasing me after some money. I owed a gym membership that I tried to get out of. It was a total scam. I got sucked into it. I got overcharged, right. whatever. And what I wasn't, Oh my God. Yeah. And like, I no, wasn't you're not getting that. Sorry. And they were like, the lady was trying to explain how it would affect my credit. I was like, I'm not paying it. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. And yeah. she's like, well, how are you, what if you want to buy a house? I'll say, I'm actually, I'm, I've been, I'm going to build a tree house and live off grid. So I don't got to worry about it. I, <laughs> that's what yes. I told her. I was just, and she's, she kind of laughed. I said, I'm sorry, quit calling me, you know. It's not uh, worth it. And yeah. that's, a, that's another thing. The off grid movement, like that's, you know, that terrifies the, the cabal and the elite because it's people exiting the system and they're like, we don't, mm -hmm. we don't need your system anymore. We're, we're going to. Yeah, we're gonna just live on our own. Like, well, there is a community. There was a community in Florida that was living off grid, and they all got busted essentially. Not yeah, busted. Well, that's why they've been attacking it a lot. Yeah, because yeah, they told them they said you can't live here unless you're part of the public water and the sewer system, and and you're tapped into the electric. They said they like new new codes or laws or whatever. Yeah. So all these people who already own this property, they're living off the land. Yeah, they own the property. Lose their home if, unless they unless they became part of the system. And you know, what do you do then? You don't want to lose your home, so you you know you're it. Yeah, they try to make it really difficult for you totally. to to exit the system. We just did yeah. a trip um, to Beyond the Matrix and Sedona conference, and then Human Origins Rio Rancho back around. It was ten days, and we set it up so I could put. We slept in the back of my car, and. I'd never done this before. I'd been camping before. We really, we thoroughly enjoyed it. The shower aspect is a little bit tough, but you can, you know, find places to shower like with friends. We got Airbnb once. Mm -hmm. And, um, but anyways, in Arizona, you can camp anywhere. Like you can just pull over and camp anywhere for free. It's all primitive camping. If you know, you're out of the way and stuff but they only allow you to do it for 14 days at a time. So you oh, really? can't like, live like, there, yeah. but can't. it's pretty damn close to the idea. It's you like that in Hawaii also. 
Really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we didn't get scrubby. I mean, we took care of ourselves. Like we were fine. And we found campsites a few times that had showers. So we would pay 15 bucks and then use the showers. And um, bottom line is, uh, it doesn't take much. I felt very happy, honestly, living in my car. <laughs> my boy, it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy to say out loud for people that are watching, like, oh, it's like homelessness. But <laughs> homeless people look pretty damn happy to me sometimes, wouldn't you say? I mean, I'm in the South in Austin, Texas. Like, they're not doing too bad. They, they In LA, they're, if they're not doing drugs and stuff, some some of them seem totally content and maybe there's something that they know that most of us don't know and i do feel like they look at a major portion of society like you're the crazy one you're the sick one yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me they're standing outside the system being able to see it when you're outside of it because when you're in the system everything just seems normal to you right yeah like, oh this is just how life is Right. But when you're outside of it, you see the insanity of it. And you're like, oh, it's crazy. Why, do you, why are we all, why is everyone living like this? This is insane. Yeah. I, yeah like, I know, uh, I know a guy who voluntarily went homeless. He was in the construction union and he made good money. Uh, he, he got rid of everything except for his truck, which was paid off. And he would, he was homeless. He slept out of his truck, wherever. And he was going through some type of major spiritual awakening at the time. Like he was just going like all over the top. He was just all of a sudden he knew all kinds of crap about yeah. everything. Like just where did it come from? I don't know. And this story with this guy is he's really uh it's really interesting. He uh I, he just drove around, slept in the park, slept wherever. And I, I ran into him one day and seen him in years. I pulled up to the park. I woke up and was like, you know, I'm going to take my dogs for a walk. Pulled up right next to him. He starts telling me uh, all this crap. He starts telling me that he met this time traveler, this and that. And he met this, he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to go to Mars. He's leaving on Labor Day. He's going to go live on Mars, this and that. Really? I'm like, I'm like Larry, like, what the, what the hell? And uh, all of a sudden, he, the last time I saw him, he, uh, he came and he dropped off this laser pointer in my front yard. He told me to use it to look at the stars. He goes, you'll get, you get the UFOs to move by, with this laser pointer. And he said, I'll see you on the other side. And he's been missing for like two years wow. now. Nobody knows what happened to him. Really? He, he told me he was going to Mars. So I don't <laughs> he know. Went to Mars. I'll tell you what. i tell you what. We met a homeless guy who told us that he is a portal jumper. And he was like giving like details. He's like, yeah, I, I went in, I was just in a rich portal and now I'm exploring the poor portal. And we're like, Whoa. really? Yeah, but I mean, we're not like what? Because like these things are depicted in movies. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, know the technology exists through widespread testimony of people not related to each other saying the same thing about these portals. And then, yeah, this kid, he's like, is. yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm just here, like, analyzing and, and looking into stuff. And, and and certainly he was a bit odd, but um, he wasn't on drugs. He wasn't, like, really, like, schizo or weird. He wasn't crazy. Yeah. Just kind of like, yeah, I was I just, I was in a rich portal. Now I'm in a poor portal. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying this. I'm seeing what this is like. What's going on here? <laughs> I just want to experience being poor, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. I'm like, yeah, more of that, please. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just you don't know what to think in scenarios like that. 
I wonder if like they're going, they really just might be crazy. I hate to say that because I, that's what happens. You know, we're getting called crazy for the stuff we talk about. So I don't want to call them crazy just because, right. of but it, you, you wonder, it makes you really wonder where are they coming up with this stuff? You know, you meet a time yeah. traveler and you're going to live on Mars, like portals, just, you know. Well, it's funny because he was saying it, I was having a bit of amnesia about like who I am and what I do. So like, as he was saying it, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you know, just like listening and like, just being polite. But then it wasn't until I went to sleep that night and woke up the next morning and I literally woke up. I was like, oh my God, he was a portal jumper. <laughs> you know about these things. And it, it was so funny because all of a sudden all these things made sense. And it then just hit you. Yeah. It just hit me like overnight. I was like, he was telling us totally outright what he was doing. And there's something about the sun and all these things about the sun. And then I was able to find a video from um, a random guy on YouTube who was talking about the same thing. And I was like, weird, but really? awesome. Wow, that's amazing. That's, that's actually, I mean, I don't believe in coincidences. So, you know, that's probably something to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More of that, please. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Synchronicity right there. Yeah. Mhm. That's when you know you're you're on the right path too, is when you start having synchronicities like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Or or whenever your stuff starts getting removed from Facebook and you. Or get that, bored. yeah. <laughs> or you get censored. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm shadow banned. Whatever. Then, oh, absolutely, I am. I I can 100% guarantee you that. The algorithms. Yeah. The problem is we're in our own echo chamber, so we only see what we like, and then you know, hardcore sleepy sheep will only see what they like, and it's. It's too bad because we're in echo chambers and there are awakened people. I'm now working with some people that deal with cryptocurrency and um, they're super awakened and they have their own like total other spiritual like stuff. And I'm like, I love talking to them because they're not in my echo chamber and we have so much to learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. met somebody like that the other day, random, not randomly, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, you you get you can learn stuff from people you run into uh, yeah pretty, you just have to keep your eyes open and you gotta say hi you know you can't just be in zombie mode walking around yeah i never do that <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people i try and say hi to and make uh, eye contact with and they won't look up they just I, don't if people well, probably think I'm their phones even still some people like so i work downtown i'm in construction working in the city and a lot of the, which I don't blame them, but a lot of the younger girls, they walk, like, they speed walk with their head down. They don't yeah. want to make eye contact with another uh -huh. male or anybody because there is a lot of crime. We're in St. Louis. If you don't know, if you haven't heard, you know, we're like the number one crime capital right now. Uh -huh. mm. and, well, uh, those statistics are a little skewed. But, yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, way, it's still, there, there's parts right? of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm from St. Louis too, by the way. I, I don't care. Oh, do that. Bit, but, uh. Yeah. But any, yeah. yeah, but people just, they don't, you know, they're scared to look up. They're scared to yeah. stop and talk to these people because they don't know if they're going to get mugged or get shot or what, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, I lived, I lived in South, South St. Louis City for two years and uh, nothing ever happened to me, but I heard gunshots. Um, yeah. I, couple, two different times I came home from work and there was police tape and police vehicles, like the block next to ours um yeah standard like, okay somebody got shot right there yeah <laughs> yeah i lived in the hardcore ghetto of albany and i would say where i'm at now is like technically ghetto but it's funny because it's all relative you know yeah 
I forgot that I lived in the ghetto of Albany. It was really bad, but I don't know. It's all relative. I feel like I've spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time all over the all over the place. Yeah. And all the different portals and rich portals and in poor portals. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's what makes it who you are, you know. Yeah. Definitely uh, got a wide a wide grasp. Yeah. Well, I think we need to probably wrap this up. It's I don't know how long we've been going. Um uh, an hour and a half. Hour and a half about yeah. That's about about the that's about a good. That's about what, what it's been lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming on. It was awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, we yes. could probably talk for three more hours. If, I know, you know. yeah. yeah. Um, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely get you back on again, and you know, yeah. whatever. Good luck in your conference. Uh, good luck Thank speaking. You. Congratulations. Um, that's really thanks. cool. Yeah, I'm that's super cool. excited. I feel like it's like my birthday is coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My boyfriend's like, "Are you nervous?" I'm like, "No, I'm so excited. I can't bear." Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, so I'll be in. Uh, you're speaking at East Eddie too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be at that one for sure. Oh, good, good. Yeah. But my ass is getting on a plane Sunday morning and flying to Hawaii for Cosmic Waves. He's going to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. you're going to that? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, so I'm excited about that. I can't. I wonder wait. how many people are going. I have no idea. I have no idea. I imagine a whole lot, but. But uh, yeah. we're excited. We just got in contact with. Uh, uh, Laura Eisenhower. So we're just tell the fans now, but we're gonna have. I'm a, we're gonna do a podcast while we're down there from Hawaii in with Hawaii. her. Cool. Yeah. Well, you'll so be in that, Hawaii. I'll be here in Kansas. Yeah. I'm in Kansas. Well, right hey, now. just go to the store and get a little palm tree and stick it on your wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get like a fake palm tree background. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, a I long just flight. Flight. I hope you got some CBD. Um, yeah. it's interesting you said that because i'm actually in a process of uh looking into getting some from a friend of mine so nice. yeah um, definitely get cbd yeah fantastic well, falls through i i have a company i like you can shop from me so uh cbd for what reason you mean just for the flight or yeah because it's a long ass flight so you want to get some nice cbd so you sleep nice Okay, so like, is there a certain strand I should be looking for? Or, or? Um, I would do, I like to have two different ones. I like to do a 300 that's light just for day to day, it, like helps you relax. I really like it at conferences. There's so many people. It's enough just to relax and not feel like you're high. Um, and a, let's see, like a 500, like or a 750 is really good if you need to really relax and, um, and or sleep. Yeah, I can't sleep on a plane, so if that'll help, then that would... I would get, like, a 500 or a 750. Like, if you if you smoke weed, do 750, but if you're not, like, a big weed smoker, then do, like, I'm 500. Not. Yeah. Well, most, yeah. Of the time, most of the time, I'm looking out the windows for a UFO, uh-huh. uh, which, actually oh, pay, which actually paid off. And last October, uh, we were flying to Vegas for some work training, and all of a sudden, the plane, like, out of nowhere, just starts... Like they just gun it, and we start going up like really rapid pace. And the guy next to me, he's sitting over me, looks out the window, and he goes, "What is that?" And we look out, and there's a what you can just only describe as a white cigar-looking craft. I'm having total deja vu right now. That's really. Weird. That's cool. 
but we uh we saw this and it was like just far enough away you couldn't really make out what it was but and he specifically is like well that's not a plane i, mean, I, was, like, I was like no uh and then that's before awesome. you know it, we were gone. But it's like right before that, it's like they almost knew it was there and they were just like getting away from it or something like, oh, shit, these people can't see this. I mean, we started raising elevation and speed rapidly. <laughs> Damn. So I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's so cool. that's part of the reason I'm glued out the window half the time. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Anyway, uh, any last well, things you want to any last things you want to uh, oh, add yeah. before we go? Um, there was just kind of one thing I wanted to like leave people with. Um, so as we're, as we're moving along and, and we're evolving, you know, we're constantly evolving and understanding more things, moving towards truth. Uh, I would like to point out for some reason, I don't know why I feel guided to point out that um, everything we think is evil isn't necessarily evil. There is benevolence in Luciferianism. Um, believe it or not, you know, conduct things for humanity to learn from. And now as we change the tides, you could see some, but you know, a lot of these people probably not in the public eye. So maybe, you know, it's besides the point, but not everything is as it appears. Anybody could just, you know, you could think something about somebody and then find out that uh, it was just got to keep your mind open. Same thing, you know, with wolves in sheep's clothing, obviously. But I think we're so focused on the wolves in sheep's clothing that um, we're not really seeing the uh, the unicorns in, she in wolf's clothing, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a good and, way to put it. That's yeah. 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 And, and we're so quick to say what we don't like, what we don't like. Um, You know, maybe say like, like what we do like, what we do like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That meme, there was a meme recently, uh, promote what you love instead of bash what you hate. Yeah. yeah. Like focus, yeah. focus on what you, what you love and, and what brings you joy rather than like what you hate. Yeah. Like acknowledge it, but don't, yeah. Like I said earlier, acknowledge it, but don't put all your energy and focus onto it. Uh, yeah, I mean, physics is proving, Brooks Agnew, I've seen him speak and present twice. He'll be at 5D events also. Physics is proving, which we already know, this is always the case, that your thoughts are making up your reality. So if you're focused on what you hate. <laughs> you're gonna get yeah, human, the hum, it's human nature. If you want something bad enough, you'll get it. You'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, however it works out, you can do it if you really want to. Yeah, if you really want to and it's in your journey and you follow your heart and it feels good, yeah. You might not have a job or a car or anything, but you, God damn it, I'm going to this Hawaii trip. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And, you know what I mean? And you'll end up down there and, yeah. Swim there. <laughs> but it's it's true, though. That, that It's very true. And like you said, it's, there's studies, it's, it's proven. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just... Real quick, I'll share, because I this whole process I'm sharing a lot, um, but I was in Sedona, and I was really running out of savings, and I'm like, what? Because, uh, ooh, my ear's ringing, that's funny. Um, I was like, you, I said out loud, you know, sound technology, like, speak to your people. I was just sitting in the car, and I was like, okay, so I know that I'm guided to not get a job, because there's a lot of thing blockages that would come in the way whenever I try to get a, a job a real job you know a, a matrix job yeah and so I was like okay not the route okay got it and then you know I'm I've been driving for Lyft but lately they're like nope you're not doing that today I'm like okay 
got it. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's not too much money coming in. So what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And they said, Sedona is such an amazing area because you get messages like right away. And they That's said, quote, they said, quote, um, money mimics something in the artificial reality in the 3d reality. So they said, focus on what money mimics and cultivate more of that. And so I was meditating on it. And then, but you know, my earthly self was still like, no, but I want to go out and drive for a lift. And then they're like, you're not, you're going to sit. And now that's why the past few days I've just been doing a lot of productions, a lot of speaking because this is what the opportunity cost is when I go out and do something that's wasting my time and everyone else's time when I should be doing, doing this. Yeah. And this isn't wasting anyone's time if they're but, listening. But I, was, I was really guided to have so much faith because I'm like, yo, I'm real uncomfortable right now. And then I was feeling better when I was like, okay, that's okay. Like there are things we can do. There's money we can go get, we can get. To... And then it was like not working out. And I was like, okay, but for real though. Yep. And it's working out. I mean, you have the faith. It's, it's amazing how well you're taken care of when you are just really following your heart and like doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you're on your, if you're on your soul mission, if you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, the mm -hmm. money just happens. It just shows up. It's just there. It yeah. works out. Yeah. I'm telling you, it seems like money just like will appear in your bank account or something. I don't understand, yeah. but because I've stressed out so much about this in the past and mm -hmm. you know, the synchronicities, the numbers, and you look up the numbers and they tell you, don't worry about the money. We got you, you know, yeah. give, the, give that stress to your guides, do what you're doing. And it'll yeah. all work out. Uh, and that happened, that happened with the Hawaii trip. I was real worried about it and mm -hmm. everything worked out perfectly. So yeah. And there's money, there's random places money can be. I mean, I put $10 in an app two years ago. It was a stock market app. And I, they were like, you have $150. So I was like, what? That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. Awesome. You know, I had like, I had retirement money from a job I had when I was 17, like just held up in New York state. And my friend was like, Hey, you have money here. I was like, Oh, was like $800. Like, Whoa, like that this is money kind of everywhere randomly, maybe that your higher self or you set up for yourself like later on. And yeah, that was what, so I got another message this morning and they said, um, they said, all we have to do is wake up a little bit and be open to the possibilities and then the possibilities are going to present themselves so just be open to it yeah yeah really good yeah we're not kansas anymore with the amount of stuff i'm getting and being guided to do we're definitely not in kansas anymore <laughs> no i'm in kansas physically oh, you're in physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good that's oh, man. I bet it feels so if, I ever, if i ever move i can actually say that and it's double yeah <laughs> That is awesome. Listen, yeah. I'm not in Kansas anymore. I know this shit. Yeah. That's what you could tell people. Yeah. All right. Well, we're never going to stop talking if we don't right. stop talking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank uh, you guys. It was fun. It was a blast. Yeah. Was, Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, have a good night. And, uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking to you very soon. So. Yeah, definitely. Have fun in Hawaii. Yes, thank you. Yeah, good luck, Tyler. Good luck in uh, Vegas for your. Oh, yeah, good thank luck you. Yeah. Is that going to be recorded? I think I'm going to have James 
rink record it. Little does he know I am volunteering him to record it for me. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you should, uh, you should definitely post that if you can. I mean, yeah. if they don't have a problem with it. Yeah, because I'm all about free information. I'm like, yeah, get I'd, it out there, yeah. get it out there, get it out there. I'd love to see it, yeah. Mm. All right, well, uh, have a good night. Uh, it was great and, talking and to you. I do have free tickets if you guys want or know anybody who wants them. Oh, that's really good to know, actually. Might, uh, Wait. Might hit you up for that. When, yeah. When are the dates? Um, April 19th through the 21st. Hmm. I'll be just getting back from Hawaii, but Aaron, you might be able to fly out there. Yeah, or it might be cheaper to drive. Yeah. I'll drive, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I have free tickets. I have, I have tons of them because the producer was just like, fuck it, give them away for free. Really? That's really cool, though. That's awesome. Yeah. And she, she just told you what it takes to sleep in a car, so you don't got to really <laughs> worry about a place to stay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm totally cool Super with that. comfy. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Talk to you later. Yeah. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. I'm going live. Check it out. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah, because I do. Now I'm doing every night around the same time because I'm getting shadow banned. So. Oh yeah. Eight o'clock every night now, Monday through Friday. Oh damn! Okay. Eight well, Central Time. So you might have to for forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right well. check, check you later all right, all right see you later Bye. Bye. Bye.